everyone and welcome to weekend rental episode 98 we are your gaming and geek culture podcast my name it's ryan as always i'm joined by andy hey and biff what's up guys (laughs) wow full energy tonight love it all right as always if you enjoy our podcast go over and check out all the great content over at geekade.com tons of stuff over there whether it's video games music comics more we've got podcasts like the stone age gamer podcast a dude lord and the truth wave back podcast mutant musings all sorts of good stuff it's all there just do it i mean what's your geek dk just go it's a fun site i mean i can't say that you'll like all i mean none of their stuff on there is as good as our show but you know listen to our show first then then if you have free time Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. Go listen to the rest of our episodes. And then after that, this is the tune in next episode when we're plug for Geekade ever. Tune in. <laughs> tune in next episode when we're dropped from Geekade. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, all sorts of good stuff over there, though. For real. Um, I don't know what's been going on a lot. So much. I feel it. Feel like it's just been a whirlwind since we recorded last. Everything's being pulled off the PlayStation Store. Sony's like, nope, it's coming back. Um, so I think we just missed this news last time where Sony announced they're shutting down the stores for PS3, Vita, and PSP. Um, now they've had a change of heart and they're shutting down only PSP stores, which makes sense. And apparently there was only like 30 some odd releases that never got a physical one are gone forever or at least not available through some other means um i I suppose that would be north america focused i'd imagine in japan that's a much different story but i don't know i feel a little weird about that because weird that it's gone or i feel like it's weird that they said it was going to be gone and then they waffled and brought it back because i feel like they only did that because they had this like huge influx of cash coming in from people like talking about these stores and buying games before they were gone and now they're like no no it's okay we can still continue to make money off this it really doesn't cost that much to keep the server going right so like once the profits go down to 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 a certain point they just do it over again say oh we're gonna (laughs) close it down just kidding unless you try this kickstarter basically yeah it's weird i mean i'm happy i mean it's always nice when games don't disappear forever but seems like a little bit of a weird choice the vita i i I see more argument for because there's still a very active small group who supported it and continue to support it but who's really gonna miss the ps3 store at this point i feel like i haven't played a game on my ps3 and i think i'll miss it really i don't have a ps3 i've never played a ps3 but my guess is i would miss it it's like the PS4, it. but worse. But worse. Okay. <laughs> I'll have to check that. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. If you if you love how short the battery life is on your PS4 controllers, wait until you get 10 <laughs> minutes out of your PS3 controller. Just constantly That's plugging l- it in. It's literally the reason I never played PS3, because it, the controllers would never hold a charge if they were sitting idle. So every time I'd go to pick it up, 
it would be like blinking that I need to charge it. And the only way you could charge that system, at least the only way it's worked for me was to do it through the USB port on the console. Cause a lot of times when I try like wall USB ports, I don't know if like just the wrong amperage or what, but it does not charge. I'm like, screw this. I'm not going to sit here and let my console run for three hours with this thing plugged in. Like, I'll, I'll just play the Xbox 360. And that's what I did. And that's why the and PS3. Then you just buy AA batteries if that's dead. Right, exactly. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was a nice Blu-ray machine, but that's about all I used it for. That's all I still use it for. Yeah. I, I probably got into that generation later where the PS3 was get, definitely making better games. Than the 360 was at that time around the, the uncharted point where it was like kind yeah. of starting to turn. Yeah. Yeah. So I got, I had PS3 first, but in retrospect, I think Xbox is probably the better console overall. Yeah. Xbox live really nailed it. And it's funny yeah. that you mentioned that. Cause I got them both about the same time. I ponied up for the PS3 uncharted one i think it was like 160 gig hard drive the largest at the time cost me 600 bucks and then Oof. or no it was 500 bucks i think it was a 500 box, maybe still Oof. and then like yeah <laughs> and then like a week later because it worked at rena center at the time somebody returned like an og original 360 that was like basically depreciated because we'd made so much money off of it so i got it for like dollars and then i just played that all the time instead of my ps3 i got through uncharted and then I basically, I think I bought the Half-Life, orange, or I bought the Orange Box. So I had all the Half-Life games. And then I want to say I pretty much didn't play it after. Straight to the six. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then, you know, my 360 died. I had to get another one. <laughs> well, yeah. And, and then that 360 died. <laughs> and I had to get that last small one. Because <laughs> it, was, it was clearanced out at Kmart. So, yeah. Wow. That's funny. It is funny how though, how like I've never seen a console like the PS3 to where it just completely sucked air and then, get, well, I guess the 3DS same way, but maybe not to the extent, but then when it should have been like being phased out, it hit its stride because that generation remember was like ridiculously long. It was like a seven or eight year generation. Yeah. Like if it had been a five year generation, PS3 wouldn't be on anyone's radar. I don't even know if people would care about the PS4 because nobody would have had the PS3. It made up all its system sales for the most part in its last like three years. Right. Cause um, yeah, it was basically like, do you want to play last of us or connect, you know, which. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's there. true. At the end, uh, Microsoft really got focused on that crap. Didn't they? Nectimals. Yeah. You know? Good stuff. So PlayStation yep. being strange, like we were talking about earlier, um, so I read an article that PlayStation filed a patent for uh, like PlayStation AI. And essentially what the AI is going to do is in theory, allow you, it learns your gaming patterns as you're playing a game. And then it's, if you need to take a break or if you get tired or if you get stuck in a section that you can just let go and let it take the wheel. And so Dude, that's genius. You ever play those Donkey Kong Country games where you bring in the white monkey and he just like runs to the level? Like it's the best crap when you're like, I'm frustrated. This sucks. You press a button and just go. I love it. And then when you pick up the controller, you can take back control and no problems. And I just thought it was so strange that, I mean, they were really pressing in the article about 
just needing a break or wanting to eat. And I was like, at, at some point, if you can't set your controller down to do those things and just like, we'll pause the game. Or, but they took, that's the problem. They took away the pause button on us. It's, it's the, st- it's like the options button right now or the stream <laughs> button. So they have to do something. They took, yeah. took it away. They even said that it would help out, um, you know, streamers that if they were doing multiplayer, that they would still continue to play with how's that help with other people so that you can still do your own stuff and then come back to the game and i was like at that point what are you doing then yeah, these <laughs> you're not streaming are, these kids are getting so excited they're like yeah i'm playing with ninjas ai this is amazing <laughs> he's just chilling wow i do like the idea i just wonder like how good that technology could be because like think of a game like grand theft auto 5 like is it gonna know that after watching me play for a while that I'm going to do like three missions and then go spend my cash at the strip club. Like, is it going to go do that and like throw out them dollar bills for me or what's going to happen there? How good could that would be be really strange. (laughs) Like you walk out of the room and walk back in and the AI is going to the strip club. And then your wife's standing there ready to murder you Yeah, or your child is standing there being traumatized. (laughs) I I don't see the, I just don't see the attraction to it. And Maybe that's just very old school in me that if you can't get through a section, that's your own fault. Figure it out. And you just got to grind it out. And that makes the end so much rewarding. And when you get to this weak world that doesn't want to lose or can't handle the pressure of getting through a level, go find yeah, a different I mean, hobby. Get out of here. You're kid. not wrong. But like as adults now who have limited time and games, like when I play something like God of War or these other games, I literally choose the thing that says like, hey, I'm just here for the story. Like I just I want to experience this. I don't want to be frustrated. And I don't want this to take longer than it needs to. So I guess this is like the ultimate lazy version of <laughs> for I mean, I remember when I was younger playing Gran Turismo and they had like those really long, like four hour races or whatever. Mm, that'd be nice. I would just get the biggest car I had and I would like rubber band a coin to the gas. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and just let it sit because it would just, it would hit every wall, but it was still so fast that it'd win the race. <laughs> so that's how, what I did for like grinding money in that game just to get new cars and stuff like that. So I feel like if there's people like me that were doing that, there's, they're going to use this system to just be like, Okay, I got a new RPG. Let's get to level 99 right away without even looking at the screen. You know, they'll figure out a way to do that. Yeah, that's true. That would really open up the world of RPGs, wouldn't it? Yeah. But then, like, what's the what's the yeah? Point? What's the point of even playing the game if you're yeah. not even going to play it? Well, and to me, yeah. like, you have. I feel like you have to draw the line at online. If a game has an online component, an online multiplayer component. Like this feature should disable with that because that's not fair. Right. There are already bots. There are already bots out there. You don't want to be promoting the fact that you're giving everyone a bot. That's not. No. Yeah. It's really interesting that, you know, even, um, you know, they're talking about how does this affect like, I don't know, records and cheating and, you know, all of those kind of things to, to get through certain situations, I guess. I don't know. Again, it, this is probably just me saying, don't play it then. <laughs> get, 
go play chess or you know go whatever they have bots for that too <laughs> they do <laughs> windows 98 <laughs> yeah I, I like nintendo's approach better that they, hey you, you seem tired we're shutting off this console <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh yeah we'll see yeah, if it's an interesting thing. thing you think uh i i just have a <clears throat> hard time seeing like the real real application to it it's it might be a cool idea but i don't think they're going to be rolling it out anytime soon on yeah. anything but i think like the ai technology would be better used for like populating um enemy behaviors of like if you think of like a time splitters where you had like bots like if you had bots that could pick up your ai and learn how to play against you that would be really interesting like in offline mm-hmm. modes for games that had like arena components or something oh yeah but yeah who knows what they'll do with it right you never know or if they'll do anything it's sony it could just disappear right yeah, yeah. just a pass and then sony come back the same one that i think they have the same uh patent as like when an ad shows up on something you yell the brand name and that skips the ad is that a thing oh is that for real really it, it was a patent what huh like if my if a mcdonald's commercial McDonald's. came on you would yell you would yell mcdonald's and it would skip the commercial <laughs> brainwashing <laughs> so and they keep on keep on playing and you're like mcdonald's mcdonald's here's a, here's a scary uh true story that happened this week about like internet uh data mining so nate was like sending me updates on his arcade cabinet and he said something about how his butt hurt because he's still sitting on like a wooden bench it's like yeah i really need a seat so then i like i quickly googled like dildo seat and then sent him a picture of like this pad with the dildo on it and then i was like yeah this one's got great amazon reviews and sent it to him so then like two days later i'm on facebook marketplace and i can't figure out why i'm getting all these like gay porn and sex toy things in the marketplace <laughs> and I, I sent it to nate i was like should i be worried he's like yeah that probably falls in line with that seat you sent me i was like oh yeah i that, remember th- that's that. it <laughs> wow i had uh, to delete so no. those messages because every time i would scroll through my phone it was the, like every time i was texting you because i text you literally every day Right. Like no matter how much I would text, that picture was so big that I was like, oh, there's still more of it. There's still more. So I'd have to like delete that. And then he sent me that that DVD collection. I was like, nope, delete that. I get tired of scrolling through all this stuff. Yeah, that one. It was called Eating Out Two Sloppy Seconds. And did you read the bottom the DVD? of it? Yeah. Uh, I did. That's as much as the podcast needs to see. So yeah, it was only fifteen dollars. If anybody's interested, I think it's probably still. What was the shipping on that? I think that's important to know. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know how sticky that thing would be when you got it. Ugh. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> uh, so other other things since we're talking about shopping. Um, so analog did their last run. The NT Mini Noirs last year, and I was on the fence, almost put in a pre-order for one, and then decided I couldn't justify it. And then I kind of always been kicking myself ever since. And we did that swap meet a couple months back, and somebody was selling the Noir. They had one there in the last run. Really tempted then again, but I was I refrained from buying it. And then out of the blue, like two weeks ago, Analogs puts a post out that, hey, we're getting rid of the last of the last. It's 
remaining stock on the Noir going live whatever day to him. And uh, I don't know. I, I started thinking about it and I was like, well, I'll, I'll look, you know, I'll look and see if they're there. Maybe I'll get one. And I was, I did look and then I was like, eh. And you clicked by. <laughs> and then our friend of the podcast, Danton, messaged me and he's like, hey, they still have them available. I was like, all right, that's enough of a sign for me that, yep, I'm going to buy that now. So I have uh, Noir coming. to be here on Friday. If we reminded the podcast quite a few episodes ago, you're like, my AVS, this is what I need. And this is, this is it. This has got everything that I need. Mm-hmm. And now I go over to your house and you're like, yeah, I could sell that ABS probably. And <laughs> just dump it's it. Bush so league now. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't what know. Are some and of the then features I looked at my... on that thing. <clears throat> it's just an FPGA. Uh, it's got RGB out. I think it's got HDMI got like the different, it can process the different audio s- chips too from the Famicom. You can like adjust the audio. It'll play uh, well. It's one solid block of aluminum, the shell, and then it'll play Famicom and NES games. And then you can hack the firmware and put those cores in there. So I'll be able to play like the Atari stuff, Game Boy, Game Boy Advance, maybe Game Game Boy, Game Boy Color for sure. Um, I think like the SG One Thousand Master System stuff. There might even be a Turbo Graphics core for this. So essentially. A I can load this Pi. up with an SD. I can load this up with well, but better because it's technically not emulation; it's replication of hardware. So it's like the experience, right? Um, so that's really the appeal. Like I didn't. There, there was no reason for me to get it to play Nintendo games, but it's like Nintendo stuff plus the other cores. I still can't justify it. It was just You're like shopping sprees. I was like, oh my stupid goodness. Purchase. I know MXPX, all of that. I know I've been buying some big things. My wife was giving me crap. Dang it! I, I deserve it. I don't know why I've I deserve worked it. hard I for this. I don't deserve it. <laughs> but yeah, so I'm really excited. That's kind of like, well, and the other justification for it too. Not that I needed it at all, but it's like this is the last one. This will never go down in value unless I break it, which shouldn't happen. What if it um, shows so, up like your AVS? Where you couldn't get it to work. Oh my God. And they're like, yeah, take it apart. Solder a couple things. I think that's kind of part of the reason too. I was more tempted just like, even though I've gotten the AVS working and it works great for the most part, it still does the weird shit. It just makes me feel like it's going to fall apart someday. So sell it to and And it took some of the, like the fun out of it. Like I, I still don't trust that console. I don't know. So yeah, that's coming. The noir. Um, it's going to be sweet. Fun. I'm excited. Play some Nintendo. Probably, maybe. Probably not. Ah, probably not. But it'll look nice on the shelf. <laughs> I guess. You, you've gotten the Premier NES. Like, what's the next step after that? Well, I'm going to get their analog and uh, duo. I'm going to get the duo and them, um, the ultimate turbo graphics thing that's coming out. And then that. I don't know that I really need more than that. I don't care about Super Nintendo enough to need it in HD. I don't need a Genesis in HD. Pocket? Mm, I don't think I need the pocket. Uh, It's back in stock. And there's a new add-on for that for the card, too. That'll release with the Duo. So, yeah. 
yeah, I've kind of been thinking of just like really refocusing on my collection because it really like, you know, you got to that point where like I was just buying everything because it was supposed to be mostly just me getting Nintendo stuff like NES and then it just became everything like maybe I didn't need everything. Like I never thought I was getting back into the PS2. Do I need a PS2? No. Do I play my PS2? Sometimes. Do I want all that shit on the wall? Probably not. So I'm thinking about just like fire sailing a lot and just going back to Nintendo. My kids love Nintendo. I love Nintendo. I don't know. And with new consoles, I don't really buy too much physical. I mean, on PS4, I buy a lot of digital. I'm not going to buy Xbox stuff. I got the PC. So maybe I'm good. Maybe I just do Nintendo stuff. I feel like I'm in the that same boat. Not necessarily fire selling anything, but I've kind of had this like renewed collecting spirit in a way where I'm excited again about garage sales and, you know, thrifting and and stuff like that. And the reality is I'm probably not going to find heavy hitters or anything really interesting, but for some reason, I just I'm excited. I'm excited to go out, see if I can't find something. And kind of get that that joy of the hunt back, you know, where, yeah, there were weekends that you'd never find anything. And then it was, but next weekend, I'm going to find something again. And uh, yeah. I have been feeling that a little bit. We went to Comic-Con, uh, local Comic-Con last weekend. And I think that kind of helped the process and probably doesn't help that I've been binging Game Chasers. And yeah, when you text me that you're finally watching that after I've been telling you for years to watch it, I was like, really? Now? Now well, he's getting I mean, I've it? caught an episode <laughs> here and there, and um, so I just kind of went back and was watching some of that stuff, and I don't know, kind of put things back yeah. in perspective for me, where I, I have that renewed sense of maybe finding something, and... Right. We'll see. We'll, we'll see how long that lasts. Th- Maybe one weekend of garage sales. I'm like, this sucks. I'm out. My thought. Yeah. Well, I'm kind of with you too. And like my thought again on hitting garage sales hard again and like focusing my collection is, you know, you have the tendency when you go out and find something for a console, even if it's not one you particularly love, if you know it's valuable and you get a good deal, you hoard it. So if I can just go back to like flipping that stuff, like I do with RPGs and just not, you know, if I don't keep that stuff in my collection, that pays for like the stuff I do want. So. I think it just kind of makes more sense. Like I have so much stuff that especially with like the 3DO that's like, yeah, I have all this stuff. That's a great laugh, you know, like once a year when I want, not even once a year, once <laughs> yeah, every few anymore. years when I hook yeah. it up. And then I was thinking, you know, I've been watching some other people clear out stuff. And then I always remember and like, appreciate like retro Rob um, and his stance and everything. Like his policy is always, if I haven't played it in a year. It leaves my collection. And like, I look around my game room. I'm like, Oh, that's like, 90% of this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, not necessarily games, but console. Yeah. He's like, if I don't play a console or a handheld, it doesn't need to be. Yeah. So, that's a good, that's a good idea. Yeah. And when I met you guys, you guys messed me up. It's your fault. Oh yeah. We totally pushed <laughs> you into buying. So I, I was so pressured. You know? I was like not going out of my comfort zone. Anything Nintendo. That's what you I'm like be 10 doing. Super Nintendo games. I think when you started. Yeah, and now you're like, oh no, you need this Turbo Graphics 16. Oh, that Saturn, you're gonna want these games. And I'm like, <laughs> why do I have this stuff that I don't know? I'm not too excited about. They're cool. Yeah, they're cool. But 
kind of miss the days of extremely focused collection. 100%. Plus, we go to conventions all the time and you see this stuff. Like, it was cool, like, when I was first finding this stuff because it was my first experience and only experience with it. But, like, I can get a lot of this stuff other places. So, yeah. I mean, at the same time, all that <clears> other <throat> stuff that you didn't care about, you got it because it was there cheap, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, this is full price. I want this too. I'm going to buy mm-hmm. this, you know? Yeah, and it was so, that it was that initial excitement of oh, here's this kind of like historical thing that nobody's seen, and then, but after that, like you know, it's like your pet, you hug it, you play with it, and then like the dog grows up, and you're like, get the fuck out of here, you know, <laughs> you're not cute anymore. And that's how I feel about some of this stuff. Yeah, it's true. Well, if there ever was a time to get rid of it, it is right now. Yeah, we live in bizarre world at the moment. Yeah, it's. It's really nuts. I kind of went through a lot of stuff that I just had sitting around for years. And man, it in the last three months, probably it doubled, quadrupled in price. And so it's, it's really strange. I mean, part of it, I think a lot of it is, the, especially the PS3 stuff was from the store closing down all that yeah. news. But it's not like the prices on those just dropped immediately the next day either. So it's weird. I've, I've sold a lot the last week and a half and probably be looking into more of my stuff. So what caused you to go back and start looking at, you know, these things and values? Was there something that you saw or just kind of felt like you should sell something? The first thing I saw was some, uh, PSN online game or, it was a collection of uh, indie games that came out on disc. Oh, was that that like a uh, flame man and like princess? Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. It's got a couple other things. It and used to be goes, so cheap. Yeah. That goes over a hundred bucks now. Um, wow. And that one made sense because it's like, okay, the digital games are going away. This is the only way to do it. But then looking at everything else, it was just uh crazy how everything else is just jumping in price i mean what did i sell on there 3d dot game heroes for a hundred dollars what yeah um oh i bought that for five bucks i should sell that that's a great game but that's not that great right uh yakuza dead souls i sold for 120 puppeteer for over 100 i do have yakuza dead souls i bought it for six bucks that's a hundred dollar game right now i think mine was sealed but still it's quite a bit Oh my gosh. All right. Well, now I'm all fired up. I need to look at this row of PS3 behind me. <laughs> I have yeah. a lot of factory sealed too. Cause I just, like I said, I bought a lot of stuff on clearance for PS3 and I just never played any of it. Yep. According to price charting right now, what do you think the most ex- expensive, just standard release DS game is right now? DS? dogs. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Nintendo. By, what do you mean by standard release? Like not special just, edition? Just, yeah, no, like special edition or weird stuff to it. Hawaii Five O. Nope. For DS, it's Pokemon Gold or Heart Gold. And what really? does it go for? I uh, I sold a complete copy of Heart Gold for two hundred dollars. Oh what? man! 
and I think Soul Silver was around there too. What about that Pokemon Ranger game? Is that worth anything? I, it probably is now. If you got it complete, especially I do. Or no, I just have the, it loose. But even so, just the cartridges for like Heart Gold and Soul Silver are like one hundred and fifty dollars. <laughs> it's like think of how many of those are out there. Millions. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well. I know what I'm going to be doing uh, Friday night. I guess this weekend uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. we're going to start picking through our collections. <laughs> yeah, this is working yeah. out perfectly. I just wanted to rant about how much I hated the PS3. So why am I hanging on to these? Yeah. We as well. There's a lot of Wii stuff going up. Hmm. Yeah, I was even looking through my GameCube stuff. I'm like, well, do I really yeah. need Twilight Princess? Because I've got a case of manual, plus I've got the game complete. I have the HD version on Wii U. It's going to be ported to Switch this year, I'd imagine. Maybe I just get rid of some of this stuff. Yeah. And Billy Hatcher. <laughs> I, I'd i take $100 for that. I kind of want to know what that uh, Disney game I traded you is now worth that you traded on already. That's probably Oh, insane. man, I don't even want to know that. Yeah. Look look it up. I'm curious. I, I need to get a live reaction here. It's probably like a $400 game now. Was that the was Mickey that Mouse? Disney, Disney basketball? basketball? No, basketball. No, basketball. I got it for six bucks originally. It was worth a hundred at the time. hundred plus. The suspense is killing me. Well, please. Actually, let's take also a guess. Do- let's take a guess quick. Yeah. I'm going to go complete, for a complete copy. Complete copy. I'm going to go $350. I'm going to go 175. Uh, Complete copy sold on March 29th for $500. Oh, <laughs> my <God>. sweet Moses. <laughs> there was even a better condition one, apparently, for $800. Whoa. I want to throw up right now. It's like these are it's like it's one thing if things go up 20 bucks. Like that's what I noticed at, at Comic-Con. Like, oh, some of these prices are up a little bit. Right. But when you're hundreds. talking about hundreds of dollars. $800. Like, this never oh happened God. with NES games or even Super Nintendo games. So this puts everything in perspective when I was out at the swap meet in St. Cloud and the guy was like, eh, COVID prices or stimulus prices and he wouldn't waver. Well, maybe the guy wasn't a complete idiot. But well, still, I mean, he, he was an idiot there. But... He should have been at right. He should have been on, on Amazon, eBay. yeah, or eBay. Yeah, yeah that's well, crazy. That, I got to go through some of my. I I don't know that I could part with a lot of my GameCube stuff, but if, <laughs> I, if I have so much, if I have, if if it's a game that I have that's also on another platform, like man, what? Why not? Although I don't know if that cracks. I, I said I, I said I was refocusing to Nintendo. I'm I'd be selling everything. If I sold my Nintendo, right? <laughs> if I were to sell my GameCube, I wouldn't sell everything. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sticking with I want to keep Nintendo stuff at least. Define Nintendo. Nintendo everything. Okay. Any any system I would I would like to keep the libraries. I Are have. you gonna go through your NES collection though, and just part um, with some maybe things that you're not interested in? I mean, I thought about it, but then it also seemed foolish after I just bought a five hundred dollar boutique Nintendo. So <laughs> no, <laughs> I do Probably want to point not. this out it, and. I haven't pointed this out, but last week, Comic-Con, we went to, 
mm-hmm. was going to go. Yeah, we all went. And Ryan's like, hey, let me go with you. Or let's go together. Let's meet. So that his soul. Re- and the, it's just an observation. When I'm walking through. <laughs> How, why do I have some agenda? What's No, no there's an agenda. You're making this we're weird. Not, we're not done. Uh, so when we're <laughs> walking in the vendor hall, like we are so competitive in spirit that side by side speed walk into the table. And then he sees me like looking around and eventually I move on to the next table. And sure enough, he's like, you're, you're pulling, you're pulling a Douglas on me and you move to the next (laughs) table. And then I move to the next table and you're scurrying to the next table. Just fearful that I'm going to find some bin of stuff. And so last week carries over to this week. Where there's a citywide garage sale. Oh, that, that's gonna get ugly, that man. You I know what's gonna be bad. So excited, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go to this garage sale." And he's like, "Yeah, I got plans with my family." And then I get a text like 30 minutes later. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna go to the garage sale first, and then I will help my family <laughs> out." And so he's willing to move his entire schedule in fear that yeah. I'm gonna find something that he doesn't Whoa. get. No, that's not true. That's I wanted to go to true. I wanted to go to this thing, and I knew I was going to potentially you be out of town. Didn't I just even didn't know, know when. It was. I know because you said they weren't doing it. You thought it was would have already happened. So when you sent me the dates, I was like, "Yeah, I want to go," but I got this thing. But if it opens at seven, I can still go do <laughs> my thing and go. <laughs> Screw my family. I'm member. still helping. No, I'm still helping. But yeah, it's funny because the last time they had one of those pre-COVID, I don't think anyone's ever ran through that garage sale as fast as Nate and I did because, like. Yeah, you just like neither one of us were letting the other person out of their, our sights. And like, we just fucking bolted <laughs> through this thing and then like had to go read through. We had to go back through everything again. Um, oh, it's so yeah, bad. Pulling a pulling a Douglas is a thing because when at that Comic-Con that we were all at, which it was fun. Um, Andy came out, too. I, I We See, get around. From- we get to the other section and all of a sudden I look down and like Nate's just like bolting. I see him like moving really fast in the opposite direction. So I know he sees something. So I like turn and like run around the other way. And sure enough, he pulled the Douglas and he's like boxing me out from this pile of NES games. <laughs> the real move. Classic. See, from, from my perspective, it, it looked like you guys were just trying to beat the reseller. And I'm like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, no, you are so casual. You're like, I'll pick up the scraps. This is classic where we speed <laughs> through the tables. And then at the end of the day, we may have like one or two games and Andy's coming out with like boxes and boxes of stuff every time. It, it was the most restrained I've seen you, Andy. But did you buy stuff after we left? Uh, no, not really. It was his son holding yeah. holding my hand. That's why he was so restrained. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> funny. Yeah. Well, we I mean, it was still a good time. I mean, that Comic-Con is not exactly. I, mean, I don't want to poo poo on it. It's not exactly a premiere show, but something to do and our buddies mobile game world were there i got to complete my mega man set got a couple cool boxed family or super famicom games yeah. I like the artwork nate or biff you found some good stuff gotta beep out blue. so much today uh i don't it's impossible yeah yeah impossible. you completed mega man one in five that's a big deal i talked you yeah. into that one yeah I was I was only gonna buy one potentially, and then you just kept pressuring me. I was like, "Fine, I'll just buy them both." I think the coolest find of like video game find for I think anybody was those Super Famicom boxes. I thought that was cool, 
and the Yoshi's mm-hmm. yeah. Island. That was that was cool. I I kind of wish I snagged that one, but I got yeah, pilot color, wings instead, and I came home and put it on a bottom shelf where you can't even see it. <laughs> yeah, I still have to display mine yet too. I haven't put any of that away, but yeah, I thought the bo- I didn't realize the box art was that neat for Yoshi's Island on Fam- Super Famicom. Pretty cool looking. Well, that other one too never came over here. Yeah, that shooter. What the hell is it called? Some shooter collection. Oh yeah, I forgot like about that. They they like remade it in sixteen bit, or is it just the eight bit shooting collection? It doesn't look like they've been upgraded too much. If I had to guess, maybe they're like arcade versions because these games are pretty early anyway. 85, 86, yeah. and eighty seven. So you got like Star Force, Star Soldier, and then Hector eighty seven. Pretty neat. It, there's like a the shot is strange. Maybe it's the people at Taito worked on this i'm not sure but there's just like a like the top third of the box is just like thousands of asian people yeah it makes um, sense sitting there oh, wow so that's the thing that makes sense but, all those people can't be wrong no no they can't pretty cool so part oh, of my for, for sale and use in japan only i guess i had to get oh, it oh, no. i gotta sell it so my comic-con experience you know I, i'm not a comic guy you guys aren't really comic guys either so when you get in that setting as a gamer i i now know like how my wife feels when she goes to those video game events <laughs> and she's like what i don't even understand the process and that's how i was with these comics where everything's in these like long boxes it looks like no labels i'm like how do you even know what to look for at least when you're video games you can glance down see the labels like how do you you could spend hours just flipping through kind of like vinyl hunting at a thrift store yeah and that it was so bizarre so ryan was talking about this game boy uh comic and i was like easy i'll find it for you no problem and me never buying comics I'm going up to random comic people and saying, yeah, I'm looking for that Game Boy one. And they just blank stare at me like, oh, <laughs> you're an idiot. Because <laughs> I'm just standing there like, just if you could get that for me, wherever it is in your boxes. And they're like, oh, no, we don't have that. So, yeah, I never quite knew if you were trying to find it for me or if you were trying to buy it first and then gloat that you got <laughs> it and I didn't. It might have been, uh, <laughs> been slightly, uh, slightly loaded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was at the last Comic Con they held, and like some guy had it on the back wall for display, which is the only reason I even knew about it. Because I, again, I'm not digging through the bins either, not a comic guy, but I think they wanted like thirty bucks or whatever. And I'm like, ah, it's not that cool. But now I'm like, well, I kind of wish I'd have bought that because in hindsight, it is pretty cool. But yeah, apparently it's a lot harder to find. One specific yeah. comic is a lot harder to find at a Comic Con than than it is anywhere else. I I don't know. I mean, Nestor, he's right in in every Nintendo Power. He's right mm. there. It's true. It's true. I didn't I didn't even see any of those there this year. Not even like GameCube era stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. such an intimidating thing. Or. Yeah, and like I saw some bins with would say like key issues which. I assume means like this, all the ones that have the first appearance of whatever hero or whatever. And it's like, how are you supposed to even right know that stuff and navigate it? 
I don't know. Did you see a lot of people hunting for comics? Were there a lot of people flipping through comics or was it really? I feel like it didn't seem like there were a lot of people buying comics, right? right. Or am I crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I it was not no like idea. the swarm of people. Like it wasn't people swarming on a bunch of video game tables. Like you see at a gaming convention. It was just like, there were people there selling comics and maybe one person was standing there. Right. Really odd. I don't know. Yeah. You just, I mean, I guess you're not hearing about that. You hear about baseball cards and Pokemon cards are going crazy, you know, like Mm -hmm. is comics doing the same thing? I don't know. It's a foreign world to me. (laughs) All of it. Yeah. Well, at least Andy and I got a bunch of like weird import Japanese candy with their family. So that was a win. Yeah. The the, uh, Kit Kats that my wife said is literally soap. The sake ones. Yeah. I, yeah, we got some of those too, and I hated that. Gross. Do you really feel that Japanese people eat and drink those things, or are they like stupid Americans? Let's just slap some labels on some soap yeah. and see what they I mean, do was, about this. There was a fair amount of like product of Japan manufactured in like Ohio. Yeah. So I yeah. kind of wonder, yeah. <laughs> stupid nerds are going to go for this. Yeah. I mean, the Kit Kats were definitely from Japan. And I think they do eat some weird Kit Kats over there. But yeah, I kind of started questioning that as I was, as I was looking through some of those brands. Like it's either or, yeah, like you said, dumb Americans, or maybe these are actually things that, you know, Japan, Americans, Japanese Americans, those who have like come over crave. So there's a market for it. But who knows? It's tough to tell when you live in like the least culture, or culturally diverse state in probably the country. Maybe Alaska is less than us, but. No, Alaska's more diverse. Yeah, probably. Oil. Definitely. Yeah, it was fun, though. I, I think I would try to get some of those again. It turns out it's the crappy, uh, I shouldn't say that, that's rude. It's the little comic shop in the ghetto strip mall not too far from my house that sells that stuff. So I guess I can go get my Japanese candy fix. My my kids Whenever loved it. Want. I should yeah. stop over there sometime. I've been wanting to pop in and... I, that's a place that I've driven by so many times, but you're not really sure where exactly it's at because you see yeah. storefronts that look a little, little shady. And so yeah. you don't know what door to go in. Where do you, where is this comic shop? Quote unquote. It's up a like weird that was set even of stairs. More intimidating. No. Yeah. Cause it was like up a flight of stairs into what I suspect were maybe offices at one point that might now be ho- or like apartments. I'm not Hotel sure. Rooms. Oh yeah. yeah. And he's like up in this weird spot and the ceiling's probably about, I don't know, six and a half feet high. It's very eclectic. I would say is maybe the word for that. That entire yeah. strip mall needs to be just bulldozed though. No games. I saw uh, no games, gaming merch, Yes, and some really cool import figures and things. What do it's you think cool. he pays for rent? <laughs> Hopefully not much. I mean, really. 50 bucks, maybe. Yeah, I mean, They're paying I can't him. imagine. Ugh, that building just needs to be, I just need, like, I told my wife, I was like, man, I, every year, like, I get more and more tempted to just, like, maybe kick over a can of gas and like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I just need that that to be, I just need that place to be condemned. What if that place burned down tomorrow and people are going to be like, Oh, the city (laughs) has put so much money into renovating this area of South Fargo. And like everything for the most part is getting better and cleaner. 
And that's the one holdout. And it's just, plus yeah. I hate that Dwayne's house of pizza is on the end there right next to an intersection. Cause when I'm coming home from work every time, like at least once a week, I'm caught out in the middle of the intersection because I'm, I'm turning and then five dipshits in front of me are also turning at the turn light, but then they're turning right into Dwayne's house of pizza and there's nowhere to go. So we're all stuck and I got people honking at me <laughs> and, and I'm like, what are you cash only Chinese restaurant, right? Uh, which is excellent, except I don't carry cash. So yeah, I never eat there. Yeah, cash Plus only. it's absurdly expensive. It's good. But yeah, I don't understand the fascination with this town and Dwayne's house of pizza. Like I could shit on a cracker and put cheese on it too, but I don't, I mean, <laughs> I don't know why people buy it. <laughs> Terrible. Oh my gosh. People need to Dwayne's why just go to hell. Making commercials. Oh, love your neighbor. <laughs> I, I, we went there, we've ordered it once and we went and ate in the restaurant once and literally it smelled like the toilet just overflowed. I'm like, this is the worst thing ever. As you're walking out of the bathroom? No, it was just like sitting in, I think the whole store is the bathroom. So the the joy (laughs) of doing. Wow. I know the owner listens to this show. So. This is me. Wow. All right. Sorry, this is going to make no sense to anyone who doesn't live in Fargo. So they're like, what's Dwayne's house of pizza? This Ryan guy's really mad about this Dwayne's. I don't know. So our, our neighborhood, um, neighborhood being our city, Fargo, is, is growing in a unique way. This, so my kids are already going through the process of um, middle school and just preparing for that next year so they've had a lot of zoom conferences just what to expect when you're going to junior high it's really lame weird stuff you know they're talking about curriculum they're talking about even just like body changes and showering for gym and all of those weird things but they were talking about some of the uh just extracurricular activities and they were really pushing e-gaming they have e-gaming clubs now um which i thought was just really unique that schools are opening themselves up to that and uh so yeah my son was just kind of boringly like laying on the floor listening to this whole conversation between my daughter and all the classmates and then they said e-gaming and he shot right up and he's like i can't (laughs) wait to go to junior high and he's so excited about e-gaming um yeah it just it just made it interesting that something so competitive is now it's inner school so you play other schools um locally here so it's just kind of interesting to see that progression happen yeah it's cool and back in my day you just got your head slammed into a locker yeah (laughs) yeah now it's a sport those people that got their heads slammed are now teachers and they're like yes you need an e-gaming we will help you with that what do you think they're playing probably like league of legends and i mean i I would i would imagine that's heavily pc based but you know because you're probably using what the computer lab is capable of which probably not too much let's be honest you don't think they're i mean you couldn't really promote a violent game I mean, even Fortnite might no, be something that not. they're like, eh, you probably can't do. Yeah. I'm guessing it's MOBAs if, if I had to guess, but who knows? Splatoon, maybe. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, it's too old to be like Minecraft Lego Club type shit, right? They have yeah. those. It's, yeah, right. But it wouldn't be it wouldn't be like junior high competitive anything. Yeah, well, I could see Overwatch being one they would possibly do too, especially since it's on PC now and is pretty much like the least violent shooter. You know, there's no blood. There's just dumb characters. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, it's cool. It's a cool option. I yeah. mean, you know. When we were in school, it wasn't a thing. Like you'd get to school early and try to hang out in the computer lab and play whatever like cracked version of Snood they had or something. But <laughs> I was that was kind of it, right? Yeah. The trajectory for going pro is a much shorter time <laughs> ramp than any of the other sports, though. That's the thing too with like e gaming is like I know it's like a like I don't get, I don't think any of us really get into like the actual like full on, you know, pro stuff, but still just bizarre to me that there's all these kids and like young adults making like all this money and all these investors pumping money into it. And from my understanding, none of these have been revenue generating leagues, like none of them. So it's like, when does that dry up? Like, I mean, will it eventually get to the point where it can be profitable or, or, you know, when are these investors and backers going to stop dumping money into it? Right, because is it just ads that's fueling the income? You I know, suppose, the and then probably the devs, because they're like, well, we could pay like $10 million for advertising, or we could just have all these people see our logo at an arena. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's weird. I mean, it's I, I don't want to poop on it. It's not my thing, but like it's amazing that that can happen. But it, Will it ever break through to... I mean, I guess they talked about Olympic, right? Like, potentially Olympic so bizarre gaming which yeah, yeah it is bizarre um but yeah i don't know it's they, a weird weird they got world. guys like stretching before and come out with the national anthem and i don't know it's just picture wearing spandex oh yeah sweatbands <laughs> all the magic the gathering guys have to be pissed though that like league of legends lapped them to official yeah, sport. that's true right yeah good point that's been organized for years. Oh, yeah. man. Well, that's cool. I'm sure my son will also perk up when it's the same school shot. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I know you reminded me how they were doing the like income based shift. You were upset that your children would have to slum it with the poor side of oh, town. Whatever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Boom. Roasted. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I don't know. You should be a little you, afraid. Have that- you seen that strip mall that that's over the yeah. where he lives? That's right. That damned away and it's the hood. Um, that school though, there is that kid getting charged uh for assaulting a teacher, like full on, like I think I don't know what age, 13 year old or something, just like full on decked a teacher who was trying to break up a fight. Yep. And they're they're putting criminal charges on. I think he's being charged as a minor, obviously. Yep. Um, but holy crap. Hmm. So it makes me a little nervous. I mean, that could happen anywhere, but like it sucks that it's in the same school that my kids will eventually go to. Yep. I don't know. I mean, I guess we had kids punching people too in Lisbon when I grew up. So, yeah. although it seemed a little more harmless back then, his teachers would punch you too. So <laughs> <laughs> I think your son with his video game skills to kind of get back to that. Uh, yeah. Esport. I feel like he'd be very desirable and you should start recruiting like recruits going after him. Like what middle school should, uh, should I play for? And, Mom and dad, I'm decided to sign with XYZ, but that yeah. kid, 
He's got I the mindset like for your it. Your son would would really enjoy that. Yeah, we actually I had a little bit of a problem with him, kind of tying back to some of your Fortnite stuff and your son, um, where I gave him an old headset. Um, I had a old Turtle Beach um, that he's been putting in and using it as the headphones. So he's been playing a lot of Fortnite. And I hadn't realized that he's been turning party chat on. Mm. Um, so he's been talking to people and he's coming out. He was like all happy. He comes out and he's telling me, well, yeah, I, I killed a YouTuber. My teammate, my friend on there told me I killed a YouTuber. I'm like, what? Who are you talking to? He's like, oh, the, the blah, blah, blah. He's nice. I'm like, no, no. Mm. I'm like, give me your switch. So I immediately like logged him out and put him into singles queue, solo queue only. I'm like, Dude, I don't care if you play Fortnite, but we've talked about you not having party chat on before. Like this is like granted, he was excited and he had somebody in there who was nice, but you know, the next game could be someone telling you to go slit your wrist. So I don't and know. Fortnite I don't, is such I don't a like broken it. Yeah, it's a it's a great game, but it it's still very broken where if you get so let's say you you're playing duos with a friend or even solos and then all of a sudden someone sends you a request and you don't respond or you decline it or whatever you die and go back into the lobby and you just automatically click to like get back into another game that's what everybody does but it all right. of a sudden sets you up as um like a party in a group with just random people and it I wish they had some type of patch to not do that. <clears throat> yeah, it's I agree. Tough for, it's, it's hard as a, for a parent to monitor that where he's like, I was in solos. And then all of a sudden these guys were talking to me. Um, mm. yeah, yeah, that's, I wish they could take care of that somehow. I'm sure it's they not hard. Just, well, right. They just need to implement a like, 13 and under mode or like parental mode where like it just disables party chat across the board. Um, because it's weird that they didn't do that once they came to switch. Cause switch is so restrictive on that stuff anyway. But yeah, I mean, again, I, it, it worked out, I think in this case, but yeah, I don't like the fact that that happened and it could potentially happen again. Like you said, when he goes back to the wrong lobby, you know, yep. it's an easy click of a button to switch. So no, um, and not even that, it switches a... for you. So, right. Has there ever been a competitive game that had that big of demographic? Whereas, like, young kids are wildly into it as well as adults in the same way? I don't think so. Cause I don't think there's ever been a game that did leveling and matchmaking and then the bots to the extent that, like, they've made Fortnite so approachable, arguably to so approachable to the point that we're like competitive almost seems weird because like it can just change so much depending, but yeah, I, I don't, I doubt it. I, I can't think of another one. Yeah. That's gotta be a tough problem because like if, if an older guy was logging onto Neopets, you knew what he was doing, you know? <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's that art style too. It just, it's cross generational. Like it's good enough that adults can appreciate it, but it's like, cartoony enough that kids get into it and mm -hmm. the kind of, that's the other thing too is like i kind of wish they would tone down like some of like the female character assets in that game too because of the children playing it like 
I don't know. The, the dudes don't run around with like giant pecs and like big crotch bulges. Like, why does every female character have like giant Kardashian crotch ass? bulges? Yeah, it's I don't know. Small complaint. It's still mostly harmless. But send it to Epic. See what they do. <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to get them to let me freaking sync up my Nintendo <laughs> Switch account so I can get my kids forty dollars in V bucks on his Switch. I don't think they're much help. I um. So since we're talking about online games, I kind of want to talk about uh, something I sent you guys early. I've been following this for a while, but there's this project um, that this group has been kind of promoting for the last couple of months called Pie Packer. Um, it's a stupid name. I, I don't like the name, but I love what they're trying to do. And it's kind of something that I thought a hyperkin or somebody like that would start to implement in a hardware solution. Um, but what Pie Packer is, is essentially they want to launch a web-based Google Chrome service that essentially like it, it combines like a discord and a Twitch. So you're playing games in browser. Everyone's got video chat so you can communicate. And then also the games that are on there, which are retro focus. It's a very retro focus platform. Um, you can play with your friends. You just invite them to a room and you're all playing like a op multiplayer on you know, new homebrew, old games like Earthworm Jim. That's not a good example of co-op, but um, stuff like that. And uh, they put it on Kickstarter. Uh, there's two components to it. There's this web solution. And then there's the second piece where you can get this ROM dumper, essentially, that they'll manufacture and it's available through the Kickstarter where you can bring your own game. So now they've got this platform. I can bring my own ROMs to it, invite my friends. And we can play my original cartridges right over the internet, do all the chatting and all this stuff. And it's a, it's a really great idea. It, it's something that obviously can be done in other ways. I'm not going to say that it won't, but I don't think anyone's made it this easy for like casual people. Right. Um, and it, it, it went to um, Kickstarter this week on the 20th. Uh, you could basically start at $40. You get a six month subscription to their alt premium platform. $90 got you lifetime um, premium. So if you backed it early, 90 bucks, the web-based stuff was all unlocked for you. You had early beta access of the games that were included. Because I haven't touched on that yet, but there are 30 games at the start or 60 games at the start that are just native to the service and it will be expanding. And it's good stuff too. It's not just junk. I did see Glover was on there. That is junk. Um, but then for 160 bucks at the backer level, you could get the ROM dumper thing, which is basically like a looks like a console. They've got proprietary cartridge uh, slots. It'll do. You can get NES, Super Nintendo and Genesis right now. Um, you could get to pick two of those three at 160 bucks. And then additionally, that ROM dumper thing also has four USB ports in the front of it. So you can do at home couch co-op with whatever controllers you want. It's like bring your own controller, bring your own keyboard. Um, I don't know. I'm really excited about it. I think it's like a really great idea. And I like the fact that because I've purchased it, my friends don't have to pay for subscription, but they can still come to my lobby. I think that's really smart. Um, the only thing I'm fearful of is what they're doing from a web standpoint and that in browser stuff and the curated game list, it's on the up and up, right? Like that, that it makes perfect sense. They're licensing, they're getting deals it's a great idea where I start to get concerned for them is with the hardware part, because how is Nintendo going to look at me mm. taking my games off the cart 
dumping the ROM and then sharing them with my friend when they also have Nintendo Switch Online and some of those same games are there. Um, Nintendo's not getting a cut of that. I don't really know. To me, that doesn't seem legal unless everyone I'm playing with can also like scan a copy of the physical copy of the game that I'm also sharing. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm worried that that's going to get them in hot water and possibly into a lawsuit that might shut down the whole project. Um, I don't know. I'm curious, like, did either of you back it? I don't know. I just kind of sprung it on both of you. I didn't know if either anyone was interested. Yeah, I I kind of looked at it. And f- from my point of view, like, I, th- I don't know if you guys have heard of Parsec, but it's similar to this, except there's not a central service. It's more peer-to-peer. Okay. So, like, I can start RetroArch or something on my computer and then open up a lobby and then, you know, set controller imports to you, you know. Sure. That type of thing. And I, I'm sure there's, like, a hundred other things that do, like, something similar. The central store thing is definitely interesting. I didn't, I guess I didn't see that part that they're licensing all that stuff. That's kind of cool. But my first thought was the same thing. Nintendo is going to, it reminds me of like a long time ago, there was a service where this company had a billion different DVD, like real DVD players. Mm -hmm. And you would on the website, you would say, I want to watch this movie right now. And there would be some guy on the other end, like <laughs> putting a, the DVD in the DVD player and like sending the stream out. What? And uh, they uh, they got, you know, the movie studios got in a big lawsuit and they lost and basically said that that is a version of, for you know, version of copying the movie somehow. I don't know. And I feel like dumping a cart and sending it out is basically the same thing especially if they're dumping the rom to their central service and it's not like well and they did say it's partitioned so okay so the way they've structured it it sounds like there's going to be a free tier for everyone right um and then there will be a premium tier and to use the rom reader you need to have the premium tier which partitions and curates a section only for you to store your roms but Still, the the fact that I'm sharing them with people who don't also own them, even for a limited time, I think is is the questionable area. Right. So I I, I wonder if they like just hook you up together, then not through you know to their servers at that point. Right. Or if they just make a lobby to a ROM on your computer and I, I it sounded again I don't know all the logistics of it, but it sounded in reading about that that it is just local to your particular instance or whatever, but who knows, you know, I mean, I don't know everything about it, um, Sure, but I, I, yeah, I'd, I'd hate for that one part of their plan. And it's a cool part of their plan, but I'd hate for that to like ruin what is otherwise I think a really cool and probably needed um, service. It's, it's a lot of fun, especially in COVID times. They're going to yeah. have a back business. They're going to create a ROM website and everyone's, doing all the work for them dumping everything for them and curating. Yeah, i mean that's that's a big thing right like outside of nintendo nobody's really goes after this stuff at all right you know? <clears throat> yeah yeah i think i think it's a really cool premise i'm, I'm pretty excited for it I'd be i'd be more excited if i had a couple other friends who were going to be on there and playing it too but yeah i hope you find I think, them I, I, <laughs> yeah, you can 90, hop on parsec right now and do it 
Yeah, no, 90 bucks. Throw 90 <laughs> bucks out there. Um, but uh, it sounds like I'll still be able to invite you guys to sessions and, and throw a throw thing. Because the stuff that's in the 60 games that are included in the growing list that's just part of the service is good stuff, too. It's like, yeah, micromages. They got um, Coffee Crisis, like a lot of that sort of good indie stuff. And then there's some retro stuff in there, too. So. It is, so is it, it is fully funded. They were only asking for $75,000. They got it in 20 hours. Wow. So. Kickstarter is amazing. I mean, it, cool. it is a really good idea. Uh, it's just, it's going to be a numbers game, right? Well, it's going to be a don't get sued, but it's also going to be a numbers game. Like, do you have enough people paying for premium? Like, they're going to have to get more games added to make that work. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But, I wonder what the, uh, you know, everybody says... I just want a subscription of old games. And that might be true, but I feel like a lot of the people that own the games aren't there to, I don't know, yeah, just have them at the ready because otherwise they'd have ROMs, right? Right. Well, and I think, like I said, I think there is a free version. So I think even if you're just the casual person who wants to like dabble in this, I think you'll still be able to mm-hmm. get access to part of the platform and the games that they have is, I, I don't know. I think it's really cool. I like the video chat option. I mean, it's as close to being in the same room and doing couch co-op as you can get and doing it with a retro style game is, I don't know. I think it's pretty exciting. I think it's, I think it's an idea that might die out, but I'm, I'm excited to give it a shot. So I did go for the console. We don't 160. I only went 90 at first and I was like, ah, I'm like part of the neat part of this is the, is the ROM dumper, right? Did you see that glass dome? You need that. It's $25 for the glass dome. And I do not need that. <laughs> I can go to like Hobby Lobby and buy that if I want that. Yeah. So, so you have another NES coming. Well, it won't, <laughs> it won't play the games without the software, but yes, technically I do, but I don't think that ships until I think they're saying end of the year um, where with my Kickstarter access, once they launch the platform in beta um, next month, I'll get to, start using it so we'll have to test it out we'll have to do some um weekend rental nights yeah i like be, it should be pretty cool and speaking of weekend rentals man we've been all over with dvds hooked up to the internet and stuff um <laughs> did anybody see that last blockbuster documentary on netflix yet no no so it just hit i think we watched it um, it's about the last blockbuster in Bend, Oregon. And um, I, I even hate to call it a documentary. I don't know if they did a great job. Like they follow around the family who work at this blockbuster. And then they have like weird celebrity cameos and like narrations by like Ron Funches, <laughs> Doug Benson, who's like eternally high out of his mind. So that was, those were just a little unsettling. Um but basically they kind of were, it's interesting. It's fun. It's, it's a nostalgia trip, right? Like so many people talk about their memories of renting and stuff, but they don't really spend a lot of time talking about what led to the downfall of blockbuster. They don't really get into the kind of interesting backstory parts. They kind of gloss over all of it. And then it's just weird cut shots of the day-to-day struggle of this manager and the couple employees who continue to work there. And like, you know, dusting off motherboards from like blockbuster PCs. They got through like liquidation from some other like fire sale. So they can like mangle together their hodgepodge system. And 
don't Aren't know. Aren't they like buying it like at retail from other stores or something too? Yeah, it was really strange. And then they touched just very loosely on how they almost lost like the renewal of the Blockbuster license. And I don't know. It it was cool. It was a neat little nostalgia trip. It was just kind of like this maybe sort of crudely constructed half story about Blockbuster. Like, Did they talk about their income at all? No, no. I would just be so curious how many people utilize it outside of the, you know, I went to the last Blockbuster. I would be curious how often people are coming in. Are Fridays yeah. busy or just people laugh at that as they drive by? Yeah, I mean, what? it seemed like it was mostly at this point just the whole nostalgia or like the not nostalgia, but the uh, social media factor, right? It was just a lot of YouTubers coming through and filming in the store and that sort of crap, you know? Did they like, is it kind of a tourist trap thing now too? Or yeah, it's it's pretty much a tourist trap. Yeah. They, she makes her own shirts. Like they showed her ironing, like crap on um, shirts to sell in the (laughs) store and like stitching beanie hats and really weird. I don't know. And what's the reason of not letting it go? I don't know. Unemployment. <laughs> she does. She doesn't own it. She's just the manager of it. Right. So yeah, it's interesting. It, it did kind of get me fired up though. Thinking like, man, I should just start going to like every garage sale and thrift store and just buying thousands of VHS tapes for like a penny a piece. And then just open a rental store. Like I can afford <laughs> to lose all the inventory. You know what I mean? Like just have a boutique crappy rental store where like you rent out the VCR you know, people would come in and be like, kids, look at this. I used to have to do this every Friday night and like put the tape in. And that would be awesome. It would be freaking sweet. It would be a money pit, but it would be fun. Huh. Be cool. You'd have to like get those converters though for like the RCA cables to HDMI because nobody's got RCA inputs on anything anymore. Hook up some frame meisters to the back of VCRs. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, it'd get a little expensive fast. Yeah. I feel like there's a market for that though. Maybe not in a town of our size, but like, well, I know there are niche stores in other cities where like they can still survive being like the, you know, kind of touristy trap rental store. Like it'd be cool to see something like that open. I would definitely I feel like go. You'd, you'd have to have the niche stuff in there then too, which might be hard to find. Right. That's true. But I think you could find some of it. I think if you were persistent enough, you'd find a lot of that on VHS mm-hmm. eventually DVD and stuff. Maybe not. Strictly VHS. Our local good will raise the prices on VHS. What? You can believe that. Yeah. Too How much? It's 49 cents a piece now. Oh, man. That's too much. It used to be, it used to be five for a dollar. Dang it. Got a rip off. <laughs> they must be ahead of the game. They're like, these guys, they got these crazy ideas of opening a VHS store. We got to catch in. I found the, so we got rid of all of our VH stuff, like kind of when we bought our house, you know years 13 years ago but i saved the ones that were like important to me and i recently found that box and just like laughed at myself so here's here's what ryan saves that is important to him on vhs the original star wars trilogy before he ruined it and naturally that that one's legit i saved everyone does i saved the it came from bremerton documentary on mxpx that came out around 2000 so makes sense right and then for whatever reason I chose to save Digimon the movie 
<laughs> I was hardcore into Digimon as like a 17 year old, which is ridiculous. But yeah, I saved it. Those are the three I kept. Why? The trilogy for sure. That I yeah, mean, oh, yeah. everybody's got that. Is mm-hmm. it the black box? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that's I, everybody's got that. They got to. What I need that. to do is go to Goodwill and get one of those like uh, combo things sometimes, so I can just burn it to a DVD as I'm playing it, and then I don't have to keep the VHS anymore. Needs to happen. Yeah, that's funny. I found like a, a small box of like the five VHS tapes that I have too. And one of them is Tony Hawk's Tips and Tricks. Ooh. So Tony Hawk teaching you some skateboard tricks and uh, some train going up Pikes Peak. It's like a just shows the nature of the ride up. I don't very, know. Very eclectic. Okay. And then the, the Indiana Jones trilogy. Nice. Because they only made three of them. Do you want to hear about that, the VH t- tapes that I have? Do you have any? You don't watch movies. Is it? Uh, I don't watch RV? movies. Is that on but, VHS? Uh, they're, they're my wife's and they're in a box okay. underneath the stairs. And if I go there now, I'd be pulling out three Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen films. Oh, yeah. Yeah. One, uh, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember. It was a soccer one. That's all I know. There's a soccer one, and then there's one where they have a billboard of their dad and something else. Those three. And then I have Hanson live (laughs) on VHS. (laughs) That one doesn't work, though. It's worn out. And then a whole bunch of just black tapes that were recorded TV shows of every appearance appearance michael jackson made in 1990 whatever she had a thing for michael jackson wow yeah so you can, you can just go ahead and get rid of that box right yeah i've been trying it's slowly working its way out but then it just finds its way back in <laughs> i bet you could get some money for that michael jackson tape uh there's a number of them there's probably yeah Probably eight to 12. Man, that documentary could have used that footage. They could have used the footage. (laughs) So since we're talking about VHS, this kind of ties into our last episode. I got a text from our friend Brandon, uh, probably displaying his VHS copy, Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Yes. Really? Wow. (laughs) He's like, I don't think I could watch more than this, like one tape of this show. That's about right. Was it the entire lifespan on one vhs i'm sure it was one of those things there was like two episode episode or one episode yeah but i thought it was just great that he had one crazy yeah it is pretty crazy that's amazing i yeah i was jealous slightly i did pick up some mortal kombat animated vhs tape which i need to throw in and watch that's there, was a, be there was a show bad. for a while, right? Was there not a series? I think there was, like on oh, Fox okay. or something. Maybe yeah. that's what it is then. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Maybe not, though. Who knows? There's a lot of weird Mortal Kombat stuff. And a yeah. new movie coming out. Mm-hmm. Next week. Well, that looks surprisingly not the worst. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should pick up HBO for a month and check it Watch out. Watch some Godzilla. And... I did see RV is on there. Oh. It's the greatest movie of all time. We all know yep. that. Robin yes. Williams. 
Mwah. R.I.P. Fantastico. What do you mean, R.I.P.? He's not rest dead. In pe- rest in peace. He's alive in my heart every single day. I was genuinely sad when I found out he was like such a big part of our childhood with like Aladdin and Mrs. Doubtfire. And you know, I don't usually get like somewhat choked up when a celebrity dies, but that one kind of like got me. Plus, his yeah. daughter's name is Zelda. I mean, that is like, really, he was awesome. an awesome guy. Cool. Well, I have a surprise for you guys since we're trying to somewhat structure our show again. Pants on rotation. or pants off? Uh, pants on, please. Okay. okay. You said surprise. So we, we sort of decided this is inside scoop for listeners that we were going to try to get back to more rotational recurring bits. So, you know, talk about a property like a animated series. We did that by rent burn. We've done one. The other thing we like to do is trivia. And, um, I thought since Sony spared the PlayStation three and the Vita, um, it was only fair that since the PlayStation portable store is still going away, that we pay our respects the only way we know how, and that's, that's with trivia. So I sort of stole this one from the keg cast, but I'm calling this trivia PSP game or not. Oh, dang it. Because there's a lot of PSP games. Go out to try to make me lose. I don't know any of this. I don't think any of us are PSP guys. So Andy is. He's sold some, but that doesn't make him an expert. No, I don't know much about it. That's what he says, and then he's so. How this is going to work is I wrote down a bunch of game titles here, and um, some of them are PSP games. Some of them are not PSP games. Um, So do we each have to choose? You each have to guess PSP game or not. Okay. And we'll see who comes out the winner. Fine. Um, there, there was a ton of late life stuff on PSP that I don't think even PSP fans knew about. And there's even more over in Japan that I was amazed at how much is Japan only. So <clears throat> these will get interesting. We're going to start at the top though. PSP game or not. 11 eyes crossover. Not. Not. Is that a? Is it the sequel to Eight Eyes? Maybe. Uh, you were both incorrect. That is, in fact, a PSP game. I, I did oh. say it is. Yeah, uh, Biff, <laughs> I'm not sure on that. Andy, can we t- check the tape? Um. <laughs> all right. So you guys both lost zero zero. Next game: Arabians Doubt. Not. That's a porno game, not a PSP game. <laughs> One of those ones for me on Facebook Marketplace. <laughs> no. No, again, this is a PSP oh. game. You guys are Whoa. just what? sucking. Yes. Now I feel like we got to play these. I know. I'd probably not. Um, all right. Game number three. It's still zero, zero. Mr. Mosquito, be positive. Oh man, I just want to say not just so I can keep this going. Uh, I'm going to go <laughs> yeah, you're with gonna not because one of these times I'm going to hit it. Okay. Hey, Andy's Googling. Stop Googling. No, I'm not Googling. He's looking I'm off screen. Think. Yeah, he's looking I, at his PSP collection right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, if that is a game, I don't think it came out, but I'd Be say no. positive, that's funny. 
So that one is not an actual game. I yes. made that one up. So we're tied. One, one, one. Okay. Question game number four. Are you there? Oh, wait. Nope. I pronounced that wrong. That's not a game. Are you Alice? How did you get Alice in there mixed up? I don't know. My brain was going there. Are you podcasting Alice? Well with a I'm question, gonna say, I'm going to say yes to this one. No, it is in fact a PSP game. Oh, so Andy, I'm winning. You're two losing. Two to one. Two to one. All right, I know next my one. PSP. <laughs> I know my. Psp. Next one, <laughs> Snoopy's Adventure. Oh yeah, it's got to be. I don't think so. It is not a PSP game. Dang it, we're tied. Well, I guess I didn't look, but I made it up, so I'm assuming it's not. <laughs> oh, 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 this is rigged. <laughs> so two to two, right? All right, next one. Nico, no Pico. <laughs> that one's just fun <laughs> to say. <laughs> yes, it is one. It's a title release. Yeah, sounds like sounds. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I made that up. That is not a PSP <laughs> oh, game. Man. Not a PSP game. Well, you at played all. it so well because still... you're like, I liked reading that one or whatever, and so I was like, oh, <laughs> this is a real one. Uh, it sounds real. There's a lot of Nico sounding titles on Nico, the PSP. <laughs> um, so it was still tie game two two. Um, next one up, B boy. With there's a dash between the. He's not a B. The Capital B dashboard. Oh, yeah, that's that's a game. Sure. Yeah. Okay, it is. Yeah, that is a game. I don't know what kind of game. That is a game. Breakdancing. Oh. It's a breakdancing game. Probably. So what are we now? Three to three tie game still. Uh, next one up. Next one up. Brooktown High. Yes. No. It is a PSP game. Andy's in the lead by one. All right, next one. You sound Cab- stupid. Cabela's Trout Slayer. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> say no. Good, good. That is in fact not. <laughs> I was trying to think of something that might sound like a Cabela game, but the Trout Slinger. Trout Slayer. Is a little Cabela's oh, Slayer. Trout, 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 sli- trout no, Slinger. Yeah, trout Slinger is a completely different property. <laughs> I was like, what is a Trout Slinger? I don't know. <laughs> oh gosh. Um <laughs> so Andy's still ahead by one. Uh next one, Loco Roco. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that is in fact a game. That's the one Andy would probably know. Um because he owns it. Uh so Andy's still up by one. Next game. Darius Burst. Am I playing into Nate's favoritism or am I it's on there it what, it's on there what am i doing it's on there. are you sure yep i mean it's it on seems there. like a pretty good bait and switch it's not chronicles mm. it's just darius burst that's a pretty common one it's on there on a on a handheld that came out in 2000 yep i think the vita had it but i'll say no according to wikipedia it's on there <laughs> yes. okay nice high yes. game again Oh, this is actually, this is getting good. Yeah. We're about 
two thirds of the way through the list. So you guys get to up your game. Next one, Gangs of London. Gangs of London. I'm going to say mm. yes. Yeah. I mean, it calls London out. I mean, I would have not pegged that as an actual game, but you are correct. That is, that is a game that came out. I think we're learning that the more ridiculous they sound, the more their game. <laughs> All right. Next one. Turtle race. Not. I don't think so. Yeah, I was going to get the guy who was near Purim on that one. No, it is. No, it is not a game. Turtle race is not. Um, all right. This one's uh, actually inspired by Biff. Uh, half minute hero. I don't get the joke. What's the joke about? <laughs> inspired. I'll say yes. Half minute. I can't even go that long. My goodness. <laughs> Marathon runner. <laughs> um. I'm going to say no. That is a PSP game. So Andy's back in the lead. Right? Or are we tied? I forget. I no, I'm actually up too. No, you're not. I've actually played that one. Yeah. Okay, so I, I think we're tied. I played it last night. High five. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, so next one. Illusion of Ula Lilia. <laughs> so, the way you read that was like yeah i'm gonna say it with confidence that it, it's not a game 100 percent not a game uh, sure. yeah i don't i don't think so yeah no that is not <laughs> that is <laughs> say that again Ula, Ula Lily. it's that guy from that one documentary have you ever seen that no what is that freaking oh he's that internet meme the, yeah. kid yeah yeah all right Next one, Death Blow. Sounds like a porno name again also. That sounds like a generic PSP game. Yeah. I'm going to say yes. All right. You are both wrong. Ooh. That is the movie that Jerry Seinfeld uh, bootlegs in that episode of Seinfeld. Oh. So still tie game. Um, next, Next one. Uh, International Cricket Captain 3. <laughs> no, it's a trick question. Yes. <laughs> it is. It's a oh. game. It sounds so <laughs> stupid. Why would there be a three? There were no other ones on PSP, but yes, Nate Fifth takes the lead. Sorry. Bleep it rough out. Rough night for me. Right? Rough <laughs> night for me. Um, okay, we got two left. So Andy, you have to nail these. Next one, Jungle Party. I've been to one of those. I'm gonna say no. no. Did you both? No. Did you, you know too. That is that is jungle also a PSP party, game. Da, 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 so party. that was the theme song. If is currently in the lead, this could be the tiebreaker or this could be the end of it for Andy. Andy, I'm going to destroy you. <laughs> Last game, fiddle diddle. <laughs> <laughs> Not <laughs> That's so good. I'm going to say yes, because I have to. You're right. Any yes. chance. It is not, unfortunately. I Dang wish that was on this. So... 
Fiddle diddle have, fiddle diddle fiddle diddle. Finally wins a challenge. This may be the first time you've. This is won the first a, time I've won a challenge in a game of chance. I like I, it. I, I, first and foremost, would like to thank my sponsors. Yeah. Thank you. Dwayne's House of Pizza. Dwayne's House. I couldn't come up with any sponsors. I thought, maybe you, were, on I thought the... maybe you were pausing to call your AA sponsor. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh... Well, nobody can question you about your knowledge of PSP games. I should start collecting for it. Oh, yeah. Get a focused collection you guys on with, uh, You're movies. just lucky. I was halfway through my development of Fiddle Diddle, and now I heard the store was closing, so. <laughs> <laughs> it'll get released on like some uh like torrent site eventually right someone's gonna yeah, find it run call me up someone's gonna find a hard drive in a landfill somewhere they'll be looking for bitcoin but they'll find the grand adventure of fiddle diddle <laughs> and the internet will never be the same yep it, unfortunately it's a psp go so oh now what are you gonna do yeah well I think that's another episode. Speaking of PSP Go, I'll take us out of here. <laughs> I don't know what that... No correlation there. But friends, thank you for listening. Do we have any emails? No, but we want emails for the 100th episode. It's yeah, two away, send, people. Send a whole bunch of emails. Create some fake accounts. Hit us up on Twitter. We'll take that too. Hit us. Tweet us. Poke us. Whatever you need to do on those social media swipe right on our profiles we need those uh some half minute heroes in here yeah half minute heroes <laughs> uh make sure you're following us on all of that social media twitter and facebook youtube you can send us an email at weekendrentalpodcast at gmail.com and you can find all things weekend rental at weekendpodcast.com as always friends be kind Rewind. Ryan's house of VHS. Just got Douglas. I played the pisp. <laughs> <laughs>